Oh boy, a lot to unpack here. A lot to unpack. Oh hell yeah, I am here for this. Wait, why do they have tails if they're in human form? girls, geek boys, and geeks beyond the binary. My name is Emily J, and this is the I Ship It podcast, the podcast where we sit around and we talk about fan fiction and fandom and all of the fun things that you're pretending you're not reading on your phone. Hope you guys are having a great week. I need to start with an apology because last week I was the worst, just the absolute worst. I listened to that episode and I was like, God damn you're awful. So if you are still with me, thank you. Uh, if I mean, I guess if you're not with me, I, this is falling on deaf ears. But I am sorry. I don't like to be that negative about other people's work, uh, especially when I've done so little contributing myself lately. So I just, you know, wanted to start fresh slate, fresh slate, clean slate, fresh start, clean slate, whatever eraser thing we have to do. That was episode 13. It was bound to be a little meh. So, um, you know, we got through it. We had like, I feel like I had my first fight with, with fanfic in a long time. And, uh, and now we're okay. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what I, it was like the big thing I wanted to get off my chest is that I just felt like an asshole after last week. And you guys don't deserve that. I'm sure you got plenty in your life. It's bitching and moaning, and that's not why you come to me. You come to me for fanfic love, and that is what I try really hard to give you guys. Um, it's been a little tough this month, though, because I, I came up with this stupid fucking challenge for myself uh, to read a bunch of shit that I don't like. It's called Cringe Binge, September 2018, and uh, I've basically just been torturing myself with works that I don't enjoy all month. Um, and I do this for you guys because I'm trying to broaden my horizons and I'm trying to, uh, to grow, yes, Moxie, to grow as a reader and then eventually as a writer, um, you know, and, and as a fan and as an ally in the fanfic community. So we're, uh, we're still cringing, rolling right along here, volume three. This week, um... Before I get into the fic, can we talk about something? There was a lot of peens in my life this week. Um, by the way, that's the 12-year-old version of the word penis because I'm a child and I prefer peen. Um, a lot of dick, though. Like, not me personally. It's not like I was being, like, assaulted or, like, you know, hoagie slapped on the train or anything. But, like, uh, Chris Pine's penis made the headlines. Like, a lot of them. Like, I think I saw 11 different headlines from TIFF. Everybody was like, Chris Pine's penis steals the show. Which... I have to think is um, humbling for the other people who were in this film with him. I did, I don't know what it is. I don't. I didn't read the articles, but I did read his reaction to everybody freaking out. I guess he has a full frontal nude scene, which is okay. I mean, I don't know why we're freaking out about this, except that it's a man uh, doing a full frontal nude scene, and therefore, what taboo, scary, exciting. Have we all never seen a penis before? They're not that exciting, guys. I mean, they can be when used properly. But just your average your average peen shouldn't evoke such... I mean, I guess I don't, 
I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry, Chris Pine, if you're listening. I'm sure your peeing is not average. I'm sure it's fine, great, even. I'm sure you're a big fan um, and you've heard no complaints. But I'm just saying, like, is it is it something that we have to fucking interrupt a film festival? Like TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival. It's a big fucking deal. And all anybody wants to talk about is Chris Pine's penis, which, again, I didn't see it. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it is worth 18 headlines. I don't know. Um, I guess I'll have to see the movie when it comes out. But yeah, so that was the first pain that sort of assaulted me in my uh, media consumption. Again, I'm sorry. It wasn't an assault. I'm sure. I'm sure it's it's a non-threatening pain, but it was all over my Tumblr. Talk of it. Not the pain itself. All over my Tumblr. And um, and I just thought that was weird. And I did watch his reaction to all these questions about his dick. And he was like, I'm sorry, there are dozens of horribly gory scenes in this film where like people are getting their heads chopped off and you see it on screen and like they're getting disemboweled and it's like violent and awful. He was like, why is... I, I, I think it's a love scene. I don't know. He's like, why is that scene the only thing that is shocking to anybody? Like, why? And I, this is the question for the ages, is it not? Why is it so controversial to show two people loving each other as opposed to two people killing each other? Why is that, like, taboo? And it's weird because it's these, like, things that we all do. Like, nobody wants, you know, nobody ever wants to, th- these things that we all have. Everybody has a body. And if you show it, all of a sudden it's like a bad thing. It's like nobody's ever seen their own body before. So they have to make a big fucking deal when they see somebody else's. It's stupid. It's all this puritanical, deeply ingrained pilgrim bullshit. And uh, and it's stupid. It's really dumb. And um, Chris Pine, I thought, adequately addressed that and kind of didn't answer any other questions about his dick, which, you know, classy move. Good job, buddy proud of you and i will probably see this movie not for the peen but you know because it made such a splash i'm kind of curious um so that was the first one and then the other one i don't know if you guys heard about this uh was batman dick whatever the most recent i don't i don't know comic book numbers or runs or authors or anything and i don't do any research because i'm an asshole but there's a there was a Batman comic book that was just published where he was like, there's you just somebody just drew his dick. He was naked and they, you know, they just were like, yeah, he should be turning toward the reader, toward the panel. Is it a camera in a comic? Somebody correct me. I need I need a fucking constant co-star who knows this shit. <sighs> but anyway, um, so he's facing the panel, the screen, the box, the fourth wall, whatever the fuck it is. And you can see his dick. It's not like it's, you know, uh, super graphic or anything. I mean, it's like barely a shadowy outline, but you know what it is. It's Batman peen. And um, and people, once again, lost their fucking minds. People are like, I mean, I think DC pulled it. I think they like are demanding it be reprinted sans peen. And I think that's completely fucking insane because I remember reading an article about some illustrator, some comic book artist who sued some, I don't know what the fuck it was, like some lawsuit or something about censorship because he drew a female action hero in a spandex suit so tight you could see every single 
part of her vagina. And he was like, I deserve to be able to draw this. This is realistic to me. This is how this character is supposed to be portrayed. And everybody fucking celebrated that. So that's some bullshit sexism right there. Second part of that, Batman, as far as I know, Bruce Wayne is an adult in the comics. He's a grown man who can show his dick if he wants to. Again, this is not an invitation, gentlemen. Nobody really cares. But anyway, if you're Batman and you want to turn toward the reader, you should be able to do that as a grown man. On the other side of that coin, uh, nobody's ever said a fucking word about Supergirl, who's supposed to be, what, 16? Constantly being drawn with her costume so tight, you can see her nipples in every single frame. And she's, again, 16 years old. So that's a fucking problem. So I think the more grown male comic book heroes that we can show with their peens out, maybe everybody will stop being such a fucking child about everything or just change the whole culture altogether and go back to, like, family-friendly Archie-style illustrations where there are no genit there is no genitalia and there's no sex organs and everybody can just focus on whatever the hell you go to comic books for i don't know i think it's um it's a bit of a double standard um it kind of got my wheels turning this week and i think it's funny because like i said like i was like not expecting all of this peen now when you're someone who reads as much pornographic fan fiction as i do it's, it shouldn't be surprising, but, like, normally I have to, like, seek the peen. You know, I have to, like, go in search of it. But not this week. It came to me. No pun intended. And uh, and I guess I had some thoughts on it, so I have to share with you. Uh, as always, when I veer off on a really not safe for work topic, I need to send a very strong apology to my father if he is listening to this. You just heard me talk about Batman dick for five good minutes. And, uh... We don't need to talk about that at Thanksgiving. We can just skip right over that and talk about work. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay. Love you, Dad. But we're still cringing, remember? It's volume three. It's week three of the cringe binge. Now, again, I was left kind of to fend for myself this week because nobody wants to send me cringy fix. I don't know if you guys really like me or if you're afraid that I'll tear your favorite cringe fic apart or you're afraid to send me your favorite fic because you'll think I'll find it cringy. Look, you should not care about my opinion at all, ever, anyone. Because like I said, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm a girl in a closet in a Starbucks hoodie with a cat. That's, that's, that's all of my experience. It's my expertise. I'm really good at those things. So if you have a fic that you wrote that you're proud of, um, that is a reader insert, and that's the that's the thing. This is mostly what I'm focusing on. Next week, Chelsea's going to be here, and we're going to talk about another kind of cringy fic, but I wanted to save it for the end because I'm making her read a super long fic with me, and I wanted to give us time to finish it. But so yeah, so it's mostly reader inserts, and um, I... I, I'm trying, guys. I'm trying so hard because I know that this is such an important genre for so many people. And and Chels made a good point. You know, she said, we were talking about this and she was like, you know what? This fic is not for us. And I was like, you're right. It isn't for us. Um, and the fic that I read this week, 
definitely not for me. I'm just going to start by saying that. It was a recommendation from one of my best friends. Adri, I love you so much. I would give you a kidney if you needed it. Please don't, though, because that would be so painful and expensive. But anyway, if you really needed it, I would give you one. And I wanted to love this fic for you because you recommended it to me and you were like, it's really, really good. And I was like, okay. Um, you also recommended me one cringy fic and then this one, which you said was non-cringy. And I, I said, I really want it, honey. I wanted so hard. I wanted so hard to love it for you. <sighs> and I just couldn't. Um, to be fair, though, the first one that you sent me, the legit cringy one, I couldn't even get four paragraphs in. I mean, it was horrific. It was awful. It was just, ugh, 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 ugh. It's everything you said. It was everything you said and more. Um, so yeah, I, I tried to read that one for you so that we could discuss it. And it, uh, no, I've suffered enough in my life. I've suffered enough that I put that fic down and said, you don't need this in your life, Emily. You do not. But I promised you that I would read the next one. And I promised all of you that I would have a fic for you this week. And it wouldn't just be... 20 minutes of me talking about peens or bitching about fanfic and be an actual fanfic review. <sighs> now, Adri's going to be on the show at some point, and I'm pretty sure she's going to have more of this genre, fandom, whatever, for me to read because she knows that I can't get into it. And she, I think she thinks this is funny. <sighs> it is Tolkien. Now, perhaps some of you immediately hit unsubscribe, and that's your prerogative. Um, but I cannot stand anything Tolkien-related. I hated every single movie in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I didn't read the books because I hated the movie so much. And I don't get the whole fantasy thing. In fact, if I see a movie where somebody's wearing a long dress and has some braids and maybe there's a dragon, I won't I won't want anything to do with it. That's why I can't do Game of Thrones. So that again, maybe I just lost a whole other chunk of people. I don't know. It it does not interest me. I think you know, the people who can speak elvish who claim that they can't be bothered to learn Spanish are insane. And I think that I just, I have a lot of thoughts and they're all negative and I wish they weren't, but they are. And I've seen all of the Lord of the Rings movies, including the extended editions, because everyone in my life, at least in every aspect of my life, every part of my life has had one super Tolkien fan who's like, okay, but you just really need to like, if you really watch it, you'll really love it. And I'm like, okay, I've really watched it several times and I don't really love it but thank you for wanting me to be into your fic also uh Adri asked me a very good question I thought she should know this but I guess uh maybe it's not something that is a thing what are Tolkien fans called I've been calling them Tolkieners. I don't think that's accurate but that's what is in my heart to call you all them all. Um, if you know, if if you guys don't mind sharing with an outsider what you guys are called, I'm curious. And uh, Adri is also curious, so we could pass that information on to her, and she can really round out her her fandom life. And that's important, you know. That's that's something we all strive for. So, um, so yeah. So this week, uh, it actually wasn't Lord of the Rings; it was The Hobbit. 
which I recall purchasing a ticket for all three of the movies. I think there were three. I recall purchasing a ticket to see all three of them, and I'm pretty sure it ended up being three $8 naps with sides of popcorn, which I love movie theater popcorn. So like totally fucking worth it. Also, I don't know why I said $8 because it's not like 1994. I'm pretty sure it was like $14 naps with sides of popcorn. So I saw all these movies and I I didn't read the book. So I really didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was told, now see, I, I could follow the story of Lord of the Rings. I didn't like it, but I could follow it. And I didn't need to read the books for that. I was told, however, that the Hobbit films, which I think we can all agree as a species, did not need to be three films long. Let's be real here. Uh, I mean, I like, you know, watching Martin Freeman be confused and in a new place as much as the next person, but... But it really wasn't that much fun for drawn out for three movies. So anyway... um, I was told that the Hobbit films would have made much more sense and possibly been more enjoyable if I had read the book. But I didn't because I'm an asshole and uh, I have no interest and I won't read it. So don't tell me that I just need to. I will not do it. I didn't do it in ninth grade. I didn't do it in sophomore literature. I will not do it now. So um, don't tell me. I mean, you can, but I won't fucking do it. But anyway, this fic is, uh, it is a reader insert. It is in the Hobbit universe. And it is called, now I would, I would bring you more than one fic, but I was brought to this fic, Adri, love you, would give you a kidney, under false pretenses. I was under the impression that this was like one, maybe two fics, maybe three. It's called the Map Maker series. It's by... From the Desk of the Raven. And uh, when it was broached to me, it was like this, the reader is a map maker at a university and something happens and she hits her head or she falls asleep. I don't know what happened, but apparently something happens and she gets like sucked into the world of the Hobbit. Most, more importantly, she gets sucked into the world of the Hobbit when they're on their little quest to get back to the gold, to the castle, with all the stuff with the dragon. Um, but this door, if that's the case, I'm very curious as to where that fic is because this fic, this series is like 17 fics long. And I was like, I did not sign up for this commitment, but you know, fuck it. Here we are. And uh, and nowhere does it explain really who she is or how she got there. And if she isn't from there, they don't talk about that. So I'm confused because, again, this is probably, I'm sure this is not Adri's fault. Adri reads a lot of fanfic. No offense. Calling you out, girl. Um, so she probably mixed her, her signals or something. I don't, I don't fucking know. So anyway, so I had to adjust after the first fic. I was like, all right, no, apparently I'm not going to figure out who she is or how she got there. So we'll just go with it. And it's about the reader and the, not Hobbit, the Dwarf King, Thorin Oakenshield, badass name, 
played by uh, the super attractive to literally everybody else except me, Richard Armitage uh, of the of the blue eyed smolder and that very strong nose. And everybody loses their shit and throws their panties at him except me because I feel like he would always disapprove of my life choices. I don't know what it is, but he just seems like like an angry teacher and not in the naughty way. In the like, oh, fuck, I don't want to go to Mr. Armitage's class because he's always yelling at me about being on my phone kind of way. But these fics aren't for me. <laughs> As I found out this week, these fics are for people who are into Thor and Oakenshield. <sighs> and that's what this writer is. She is into it or she's writing for people who are into it, which is important. So I plowed through. Um, I will say that I got through the whole series and um nowhere did they do my least favorite thing the yn the yn was nowhere to be found fucking right good job from the desk of the raven nobody wants that robotic self-insert you know world-breaking bullshit but i had so many questions and maybe if i were a fan or if i had you know had a sponsor with me the whole time Maybe this would have made a lot more sense. But it really, um, I had a lot of questions. And uh, first off, you know, first red flag, readers' parents are dead. That's never a good sign. It's always a red flag. Always a red flag. There's an impending tragic backstory, and there's a chance that there's a Mary Sue. But I kept reading. She's got dead parents. Uh, I don't know how she got there. She's on the quest with all the little dwarves and hobbits and things. And uh, she's a map maker. And that seemed important at the time. And then it really just fell straight by the wayside as the stories continued. I wanted to see her be an academic. I wanted to see her fucking earning her keep and like, you know, doing shit. But I didn't get a lot of that because she was so busy making eyes at Thor and Oakenshield. And um, I don't know what dwarves are like. Are they tall? Are they, I mean, are they, because like, I was thinking like dwarves in uh, Avengers Infinity War who run the the forge in the stars, that was a big dwarf. He was like a giant, which I don't understand. And nobody explained to me. I had to text my bestie who knows all these things. Uh, and he at least provided me a chart, a height chart a size chart from the Tolkien characters. Um, and, you know, I interrupt his life with these really important questions. Like, hey, what do you know about dwarves? Um, and so he, he helped me out a little bit, but, uh, but not enough because I had too many questions. So, so Thorin is a dwarf and I was three stories in before I realized that the reader is a human. Which is fine. I'm not anti, you know, in, are they species? Are they races? Are they, what is it? What? Is this a common thing? Because I was told by a Tolkienier that a huge part of Tolkien is like bragging about your race and like the big difference between all the races. So I felt like there probably should have been more, um, 
attention paid to the fact that uh, the reader was a human and Thorin is not a human. He is a dwarf. Also, aren't dwarves the size of like, is was it gl- gl- Glimly? Gim- Gimli? Gimlet? Gim- I think it's Gimli in Lord of the Rings. He was like really short. And again, I'm not judging. I was just so curious because the height difference was never addressed. And I'm all for realism in my Lord of the Rings fanfic. So I was I was waiting for that to happen and it really didn't. Um but, you know, whatever. Um I mean, again, this this series is super popular. So my opinions mean nothing. I just felt like there was a lot of there's a lot of tropes, honestly. There's a lot of tropes. There was a lot of like flowery language. I'm pretty sure Thorin uh, Thorin smelled like leather and musk and something uniquely him. And I, I mean, I don't know. Just, I just, I've read that line so many times. It's just, it's a good trope. It's a good trope. Somebody should always smell like leather and musk and something uniquely him. But I also think like, don't they work underground and like, live in the woods so I feel like that thing that's uniquely him wouldn't smell too great but that's just me um also it followed the movie or the I guess the book (laughs) the book plot the movie plot pretty uh pretty faithfully from what I remember between my naps and um um I didn't really understand why she was there they really didn't go into it they didn't give her a reason which I want because it's me guys that's what we talked about last week or we that's what I talked about last week like you got to make me care about myself this is supposed to be me I got to know what the fuck I'm doing there I got to know why I'm there who let who on earth in their right mind let me come along and why am I falling in love with the dwarf king what's he doing for me lately um but yeah, um, there was some tropes. There was some, you know, there's the snuggling for warmth trope and the, you know, the jealousy trope. I did think it was funny that uh, when they got to Mirkwood and I forgot, I guess, I thought all elves were good or the same. And I was told that was incorrect. But the Randrill, Thrandall, Thrand, Thranduil? Lee Pace, anyway. Lee Pace, who wears the antlers or the the thorns or whatever he wears, um, who is, like, so the prettiest. And I remember talking about him with Adri, and I was like, I think he'd be a lot less of a dick if everybody would just accept the fact that he's so gay and let him have a boyfriend. And she was kind of aghast. She was like, he's not gay, and he doesn't need a boyfriend. And I was like, he actually does, because he'd be so much happier. But he makes an appearance, and I think he was actually my favorite part, because he just acted like a big, jealous bitch who was afraid that he wasn't the prettiest anymore. And he so was. He has that, like, sheet of white hair. And is he Legolas's dad? Is that is that who he is? Please, some oh my God, somebody put me out of my misery. Just tell me all this shit because I don't want to look it up and I don't care. But now I'm curious. So if you know all these answers to my <laughs> excessive amount of questions, please, please let me know. So this, like I said, this this series goes on for 17 or so fix. A lot of fix. 
and it goes through the hobbit and then it goes afterwards and there's like a wedding and love and babies and and it is sickly sweet so if you love tooth rotting super happy ending reader insert it's just big piles of fluff to be perfectly honest with you i think there was like two angsty fix um it's just a big pile of fluff and if that's your jam then this is for you and if you love thorin oakenshield and his badass name and his legion of dwarves and understand that the height difference will never be addressed and you're cool with it um, and maybe I'm making a bigger deal of it than it is. Maybe like humans are five, six or whatever, and dwarves are like five foot tall, and it's not that big of a deal. I don't know. If you're into this, I, I'm going to go ahead and recommend it. It was recommended to me by a Tolkienier. And if this is something that you could see yourself enjoying, there will be a link in the show notes. I invite you to... Uh, fall into the hobbit world and be a map maker don't expect that you'll be making a lot of maps though because you will not and if you were looking for that you'll be disappointed also um though i was uh, assailed by many media peens this week i was grateful that there was no thorn oakenshield peen there is no smut there's implied smut there's i mean and i say smut but i'm certain if this writer were to write it it would be a flowery love scene fine good do your thing um but there was none there was nothing explicit and like we talked about last week i don't i'm not ready to read about me having sex in second person i'm not ready i don't want it i don't want to put that on anybody even richard armitage because he would be even more disappointed in me i feel um and again, I, I really, you know, no, fuck it. Now I'm going to address this. Because now I listened to the podcast last week and I was like, oh, shit. They're going to think I'm like super bad at sex. I'm not going to overcompensate. I'm just saying that I usually, you know, don't we all just kind of work with audience participation slash work off a reaction? Like, I feel like nobody's ever like, oh, yeah, I have this great move. Does anybody have a great move? And does it work 100% of the time? These are the questions that keep me up at night. <laughs> Speaking of audience participation. Um, yeah, no, I just, I just, uh, I just, just get a reaction and I go with that. So uh, that's, that's my great move is um, trying out whatever works. And, you know, hey, that seems to be doing the job. So I just keep doing that until I feel like changing it up. And I don't know. I've never met anybody who, who talks about sex in a different way. So when we're all being honest with each other. Um, so I, I just think we're all just just working off of feedback, which is, is like, you know what? Oh my God, I'm gonna bring this home, guys. It's That's like fanfic. <laughs> you just do what gets you the best reaction and you keep doing it until you need to stop because you're tired or, you know, your leg is sore. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I crack my shit up. Um, and if... <laughs> And I guess I'm assuming that this this Raven person who writes from her desk uh, has gotten positive reactions. And in fact, I know she has. She's gotten tons of Tumblr feedback. 
This is also, okay, sidebar, uh, this is a Tumblr series. This is not on AO3. I looked for it. I looked for it on fanfiction.net. It is not there. So this will, link will take you to Tumblr. And if you don't have a Tumblr account, um, you're probably more sane and uh, slightly more balanced than the rest of us. But you should get one and read this fic if you're into it because Tumblr is really fun. And you can, um, you can follow me on Tumblr if you want to. Uh, at I ship it pod. And if you don't want to follow me on Tumblr, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook all at I ship it pod. How exciting is that? I love it when I can just lead right into this shit and trick you guys into listening to it. So that's, uh, that's my fic of the week. If you're into Thorn Oak and Shield and don't want to deal with the specifics of dwarf sex, this is the series for you. If you've seen Chris Pine's penis and you want to tell me if it's worth the headlines, please, please reach out. I'm super curious. Not that curious. He's not my favorite Chris. Actually, no, I'm, I'm not even going down that road because I don't really want... No, you know what? I'm stopping myself right now. I'm done. Fucking done. All right? Done. Stop it, Emily. Stop it. If you've seen the film I'm talking about, or you have any opinions on Batman Dick, or Chris Pine Dick, or Thorin Oakenshield, or Tolkieners, or reader inserts, or you want to send me a fic of any kind for any fandom, or you want to be a guest, please reach out. My DMs are open, my ask box is open, my email's open. You can come visit us on the web at ishipitpod.com. I have so many ways that you can get in touch with me and tell me how right or wrong I am or all of your thoughts and feelings. And I would love to hear all of them, especially if they're nice. And even if they're not nice, I, you know what? It's okay. You can tell me anyway. I bought plenty of Ben and Jerry's this week and I can cry into my ice cream if I need to. And next week, Chelsea will be here and we will be finishing the cringe bitch. Thank God. <laughs> Thank fucking God we will be done with the cringe binge next week with the uh, the grand finale, as it were. And uh, you guys have that to look forward to because we've got a doozy picked out for you. And I can't wait to talk about it with you. I want you all to have the most wonderful week ever. Stay geeky. I love you. Get your ship together. 